Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. quite like that right now, but I appreciate the energy and the excitement. <laughs> we are halfway through the week. This is dead center of our work week right now, and we're glad to have you with us wherever you are, all over the country, north of the border. We even have listeners internationally, and that's always uh, cool to hear or to see, I should say, on Twitter, A Law Radio, or our Facebook page. After hours with Amy Lawrence, you can send your questions for Ask Amy Anything just over a half hour from now, and you can answer the question. We're wanting you to rank them. Six openings in the NFL, six of them at the head coaching spot. There could end up being more. I'm thinking the most would be eight, but there are some really connected NFL insiders who put the number between seven and ten, and that seems to be the going rate now. Year to year. I have to go back and check to see where we've had the most openings in a single season or a single off season. But seven, eight, I mean, that's a third of the NFL. I'm third. I'm sorry. That's a quarter of the NFL. 32 teams in the league and eight openings would be 25%. And there are always a couple of surprises. There are teams that are quick to pull the trigger. And then there are teams that have had a coach in place for a little bit longer, like a Mike, a Mike Vrabel, who was there for six seasons in Nashville and had some great success. In fact, leaves with four winning seasons of the six and a winning record, nine games above 500. But the last 24 games, the team was six and 18 and really inexplicably never found its footing again. After leading the division, I think it was two-thirds of the way through the season. They were 8-2, 8-3 last year in 2022 and just fell off the side of a cliff and really never regained their footing. Now, do I think that's all on Mike Vrabel? No. But they did try to make changes. They did shake up at other positions. They really do need to shore up the offensive line. They lost a lot of close games. Do you remember this about the Titans? Seven games by a single score. And so as much as the buck stops with the head coach, that means you're close. And I'm not sure a drastic change was required. He's very well respected. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Interesting question for Rand Carthon, the general manager there, who was hired after Vrabel, so that may have led to the disconnect. Did the Titans fail Vrabel? One of the things Mike's always says is that the ball isn't round, so you don't know how it's going to bounce. 
you know, and I don't think the uh, the ball bounced our way. You know, we were in uh, – we had seven one-score losses um, this year. So we were in games, just the ball didn't bounce our way. I wouldn't consider it a failure, but by no means, you know, were we happy uh, with the results. Um, you know, and that's just something we've talked about, you know, privately and as a group over the last uh, couple months of, you know, how do we get this thing right and how do we get this thing, you know, in the right direction. So I wouldn't call it a failure, you know, but it's definitely not up to the standard. In the NFL, life comes at you fast. One day you are the windshield and one day you're the bug, baby. And there is no job security. And they all know that. Which is why as much as people can say the Carolina Panthers are an unattractive job, you have a volatile owner in David Tepper, which I think is fairly clear. He's got a very quick trigger. And I don't just mean throwing drinks on fans. He's obviously frustrated. He's angry. And maybe it's not this way in his other lines of work, his other places of business, but it is this way with the football team. He's fired three coaches in season. So unless your entire goal is to just get a chance so that you can maybe prove yourself or to sign a big fat contract that should you not end up coaching through the life of that contract, you're still making generational money. There are only 32 of these jobs every year. And there are guys who have waited decades. Remember the whole David Cully situation with Houston? He was, what, the ninth different guy that they either interviewed or offered the job to? Nobody else wanted it. This was back when the Texans, and and there were candidates that had other options, but this was back when the Texans were in the throes of disaster. Nobody wanted the gig. Nobody worthy wanted the gig. David Culley took it. He waited 40 years for a chance to be a head coach. 40 years. And he got a chance. And the team actually responded to him, played hard for him. But he was always going to be the sacrificial lamb there. Crazy enough, they then went to Lovey Smith, who was on David Culley's staff. So it's just nuts. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence, our hump show, middle show of the work week. We look forward to answering your questions coming up on Ask Amy Anything. A lot of hot candidates around the league right now. One of them is Dan Quinn, Dallas Cowboys defensive coordinator, who chose to stay with the Cowboys last season. And he's talked about that. I don't. I think the audio was available when I was gone. But I did see some quotes where Dan Quinn said, I want to finish what we started here. Also can't imagine another coach leading this defense. And they've been one of the best in the league this season again. Could very well have the defensive player of the year in Micah Parsons. Or maybe the podcast host of the year. <laughs> and there is no doubt that Jerry Jones made it fiscally worth his while to stay. Maybe a financial windfall that pays him more than what some head coaches are making. Now, it, the last I heard, and this number could be larger. I'm sure it gets larger daily. He already had three coaching interviews lined up. So what about the Cowboys' perspective? Jerry Jones was asked how confident he is that they can keep Dan Quinn in the fold. 
Let me put it like this. Uh, uh, we've had uh, several uh, of our coaches. Uh, we've had several notices. We don't have to give permission anymore under the most circumstances. But we've had several of our coaches already receive letters of request. Uh, that's what happens when you have success is uh, your coaches uh, uh, become available for elevations and, and opportunities. And uh, uh, it happens throughout your organization. And so uh, that's just part of it. And uh, uh, the league is built so that it promotes advancement. He makes a good point, but he doesn't answer the question. <laughs> He makes the point that, yeah, it's it's happening with other coaches as well. But that doesn't answer the question. And probably doesn't want to answer the question, at least right now. Dan Quinn is a very attractive coaching candidate. And it's just so interesting how quickly things change. Because when he left Atlanta, or when he was fired from Atlanta, the defense was a major issue. That was supposed to be his bread and butter or his peanut butter and jelly. Oh, that sounds so good right now. Peanut butter and jelly. I don't have any bread in the house. Bob and I don't eat much bread, so we really don't have much bread. Bread and butter, uh, peanut butter and jelly, whatever you want to call it. See, that's exactly what I'm saying, Lamar Jackson. Thank you. Uh, So for that reason, when the defense didn't ever really come together, wasn't consistent enough in Atlanta, that was on him more than anything else. And so he was unceremoniously ushered out the door, not a huge surprise when it happened, and got this job with Mike McCarthy in Dallas. And now, because of how good the defense has been, he is right back on top. He's one good option, or one option that will definitely make the rounds. Ben Johnson, the offensive coordinator in Detroit who chose to stay there last year, he's also a hot commodity. Jim Harbaugh, to be sure, though I have not heard yet. I mean, he was just addressing Wolverines fans in Ann Arbor on Tuesday because they returned home triumphantly from Houston in the national championship. I think he's allowed to celebrate for a bit. But no doubt, his agent is fielding phone calls. Speaking of calls, 855-212-4227. That's 855-212-4CBS. Mac is listening in Buffalo. Welcome to the show, Mac. Hey, Mac. Oh, hey, I'm not calling you, Mac. I'm calling you Amy. (laughs) Remember me a long time ago when you were doing, like a year ago, when you did that sports, when you were teaching at Syracuse and I called you? I do. And I said, what a great job. Thank you. And now I figured out when I can call you because I can't do Twitter. There's too much, to be honest with you, there's too much much junk on your Mm -hmm. Twitter site. It has nothing to do with sports, but I had a Did comment about Did you say too Draymond much Green. junk on my Twitter, like about my dog on and the stuff? Twitter that they send you, you're getting Twitter stuff that has to do with. Um, and I don't go on your Twitter. I don't do Twitter. Oh. I do phone. And what I've heard from what you and the other guys have been talking about, oh, you've been getting a lot of porn stuff on yes, your Twitter, yes. and, and that I think that's horrible. But anyway, this is about Draymond Green. I don't want to take up a lot of time. Draymond Green really wants to retire. And I think people are using him. I think people, I think his teammates know that he wants to retire. His true teammates know that, hey, he's finished. 
He's not he's not finished as oh I'm a bad player, but he wants to be with his family, he wants to relax, he wants to settle down. And the team the people who said, Okay, go take an indefinite you know, indefinite um uh, what they call it a um suspension uh, restriction or oh. and then his agent's not really working for him because his agent was probably tell him if he had a good agent he'd tell him okay this is how you put together your retirement package because you really want to leave and even listening to that last interview he's a very intelligent man and he's very close to his family he really doesn't want to play anymore competitively i could see him getting out on the court with with um with Steph and some other people playing a shoot-up game or coming over to his house and playing a little bit but he doesn't want to be a competitive player anymore, and I think we should let him do what he wants to do, and he's just going to come back. He's probably going to smack some other player in the face, and then he's going to get – they're going to try and give him a little bit of this, a little bit of that. But if he doesn't tell them that he wants to retire or if he doesn't take that step to retire, he's just going to ruin his mental health because he's going to be in a caught in a heart – rock in a hard place between people who don't care about him, the ones who say, oh, let's keep Draymond Green because he can help us win a million dollars. Because he is definitely one of the strongest players out there. But Draymond Green wants to retire because he wants to do something else and be with his family and relax. Because he's been playing really hard for the past couple of years, ever since his career started. And I think he deserves to retire if he wants to do it. Rather than have these people who are upper above him telling him to keep playing when they know that he doesn't want to. Hmm. You know, he wants to do a shoot-up game with his buddies every every once in a while, but he doesn't have to play. Hmm. And he was very calm in that interview. It wasn't like he was all up in arms or anything like that. That's just my opinion. Okay. And I don't know how other other people feel about that, but I think they're really using him to get money from him to reach a title or something like that. And Hmm. I, I just hope he retires. I hope he does what he wants to do. That's well, that's okay. So that's where I think that you are right on point is that Draymond Green won't do anything he doesn't want to do. He's not going to play if yeah. he really doesn't want to play. And if he wants to play, no one's going to convince him to retire. Uh, so I think that that is where you hit the nail on the head. Well, I don't think any. I don't think anyone's going to convince him to t- retire. No, I think he, he can't will make be, his own decision. No, right. So he can't they, be manipulated. They, if they keep giving him this, you know, thing where he doesn't have to come back, I think he's eventually going to come to the decision that he wants to retire. Nobody can tell Draymond Green what to right, do. Right, exactly. And I don't think anyone can use him either. Uh, he's too headstrong and too uh, uh, too um, in charge of his own stuff for that. Uh, I do think that he's got people who really care about him. Uh, Steve Kerr and yeah, and he have really, a very really tight relationship. I'm sure uh, we know Clay Thompson thinks the world of him. Steph Curry raves about him every chance he can get. Those those guys are looking out for him. Uh, I don't believe that they are using him or that they even could, again, because Draymond is going to do what Draymond wants to do, which is part of the issue, right? I mean, Draymond uh, is a guy who so much does what he wants to do that he's he's done that to the detriment of his team. Um, and so, I, yeah, I don't think that if he really wanted to retire that he would continue playing or that anyone could talk him out of well, it. He's still, he didn't come back yet. That's the thing is. He oh, no, he's back. back yet. He's back. So, is he back? Yeah, yeah, he's okay, back. he is back. Mm-hmm. But I think if it happens again, then he, he he's going to make some more decisions and it's going to be up to him and they may not be happy with it. But I I don't think he wants to get into a position where they're going to throw him off because that's going to throw off his money. 
you know, that's going to kind of ruin his reputation. Oh, he's, he's say, lost a ton of money I'll already. Kick him off the team and kick him off. But his, his reputation, I'm an African-American woman. Now, his reputation among African-Americans is pretty strong because he stands up for what he means and he stands up for what he knows he wants for his family. So as an African-American woman from the east side of Buffalo and who's very knowledgeable of basketball, um, I have a lot of respect for him. So I don't know what other people are thinking. I'm not saying that all people who aren't black feel a different way, but we like the idea of someone standing up for himself because we had 400 years of slavery where we weren't allowed to stand up for ourselves at all. So I do admire him for that. And I'll let you go because I know you've got other calls coming in. Okay, but keep up the good work, and congratulations on that beautiful marriage <laughs> Thank to you. Bob, which I know is not his real name. <laughs> no. But congratulations to you. Thank you, okay? Mac. I appreciate it. Happy New Year to you. Keep it up. Happy New Year. Thank you. <laughs> Thank Bye. you. Uh, I admire Draymond Green for a lot of reasons, and and because our personalities are similar in that I'm very emotional, and there are so many times in my life where my emotions have gotten the best of me and got me into trouble. Uh, even when I'm standing up for people that I care about, my emotions have carried me over the top, and I wasn't willing to listen to anyone who said, "Hey, let's let's not go guns a blazing, let's not go, um, you know, feet first, or in my case, mouth first. Uh, so there's a lot about Draymond Green that I can identify with because. You think back to the Rudy Gobert situation, and and I said this on the air. He was defending Clay Thompson. Clay was in also in a really uh, dangerous position. Gobert had his arm around his neck and ear. Draymond took it too far, and that's part of the the bay. The you know the major issue with Draymond is he doesn't know when to stop. He doesn't know how to stop sometimes. And if all you see are these videos of him swinging his arms and getting in somebody's face and dragging a guy away in a headlock and you don't realize that it's his emotion that makes him as as great a basketball player as he is and a really a, a really solid appreciated beloved teammate well then you're missing you're missing Draymond. He lives on the edge. He he plays on the edge. His greatest strength is also his greatest weakness. And again, I, I can identify with that. I can relate to that. My emotion, my passion have gotten me, or they're part of the reason why I've gotten so far in my career. But they also can be a detriment at times. And so I've had to learn how to make my emotions work for me and how to choose my battles. People ask me for my, you know, for advice and what's one great piece of advice you've received in your career. Well, in my career in life, I had to learn how to choose my battles because not every hill is worth dying on. Not every battle is worth fighting. And I think that's something that Draymond is learning. I hope he takes it to heart. Yeah, you can't fight at all if you're not in the arena. And so I hope this was the wake-up call and the perspective that he needs, the coming face-to-face with his own basketball mortality. Don't take it for granted. It may not be there the next time. But I don't believe anybody could tell him to retire or not retire if that's not what he wanted to do. I, I don't believe that at all.
All right, on Twitter, After Hours CBS, on my Twitter, most of you are all about my porn tweet. (laughs) Also on our Facebook page, a couple of things. You can send your questions for Ask Amy Anything. That's just about 20 minutes from now. Or you can also, uh, well, actually two things. You can vote for TD of the Week. And then in addition, uh, you can let us know how you rank the openings in the NFL and no Pittsburgh is not one of them you goofballs what are you doing that's not happening the Rooney family offered Mike Tomlin an extension it is not happening unless Tomlin chooses to leave and there's been no indication that Mike Tomlin wants to go anywhere else granted at times people need a fresh start but unless Tomlin chooses to leave the Rooney family is not making a change it's the Rooney family we're talking about They've had, what, three head coaches in 50 years? They're not changing. (laughs) They want him to stay. They love Mike Tomlin. It is a pebble in my shoe. (laughs) I love Mike Tomlin. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. You are listening to the... Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. After Hours Podcast. Hurry back to throw. And it is. Is it tossed? Oh, my God. Back from under center, steps back, throws the fade. Cooper Cup's got it! Touchdown, LA! Burrow back to throw, looking, firing deep for Chase in the end zone. He's got it! Touchdown! Joe Burrow and the Bengals! Mahomes fires for the end zone, caught! Touchdown, Kansas City! And off to Hector again. No, Herbert keeps it, end zone, touchdown! 
Chargers. Herbert with his second of the day. Here's the snap. Josh going to keep it himself and run it again inside the five. Into the end zone. Touchdown, Buffalo. Josh Allen, nine-yard touchdown run. The Bills respond and then some. It's time for QB News on After Hours. Let's see how much of these we can run through because there's some really interesting stuff. As we head into Supersize Wildcard Weekend with a decidedly reunion flair. We're just talking about Mike Tomlin, head coach of the Steelers, as long as he wants to be. And he's had to choose his quarterback for the upcoming postseason game in Buffalo. At the quarterback position, we'll stay with Mason Rudolph. Uh, Much like in the spirit of in which we worked a week ago, uh, we're just simply staying with the hot hand and not disrupting Uh, The apple cart, Um, we've been in some tough circumstances. He's delivered. We've delivered. I like it. I like the confidence in Mason and, of course, the momentum. And, yes, Kenny Pickett was supposed to be the answer. But one of the things that Mike Tomlin does is he adjusts. And he's put his confidence and his faith in Mason, and Mason has rewarded him. And they play their way into the postseason with a little help, of course, Jacksonville losing. But they did have to win their last three games of the year. They will not have T.J. Watt. So T.J. will not be chasing Josh Allen, which definitely changes the tenor of their defense. But Mason Rudolph or bust this weekend for Pittsburgh. It's put up and shut up time. (laughs) Uh, While we're talking about the AFC North, Uh, We know that Lamar Jackson, the Ravens have the week off, so we'll get to them coming up. But it's the Browns who will help start off this wild card weekend with a road game at Houston. And 38-year-old Joe Flacco has got a bunch of experience, including a Super Bowl MVP, right, Uh, with the Ravens himself. How much does that help when you go into the postseason? I'm sure there's a, a level of importance to it in terms of letting the football game come to you, not not necessarily riding too high and riding too low when things happen, realizing that it is another football game. Um, but ultimately, the most important thing in, in, in playoff games is executing your fundamentals to the highest degree. And I don't think that that, that necessarily takes experience to do. It, it just... Uh, it just takes you staying level-headed and playing within yourself. Well, that might be music to the ears of C.J. Stroud, who is still in his first year as a quarterback and is really excited to taste the playoffs as the Texans win the AFC South. It's super cool. I can't wait to see NRG and how loud and, and excited the fans are going to be. Um I'm really excited to play my first playoff game, of course, and it's been a goal of mine since I've been a kid. I've always watched it and things like that, like you said. So I'm really excited and, and um, just ready to roll. Lamar Jackson's got the week off as the Ravens are the top seed in the AFC. Instead, he was a guest with Tom Brady and Jim Gray on Let's Go on Sirius XM NFL Radio. And they asked him about winning a second NFL MVP award. Hey. I don't think uh, I've, I have accomplished what I wanted to yet. So that's why that chip is still on my shoulder. I want that Super Bowl. Like that's that's the, you know, that's the accolade that I really want. Like, so bad, you know, I've been chasing that for a long time, you know, since, since like, high school, you know, just winning a, a state championship, you know, college winning a national championship. But since I didn't complete those two, I, I got to complete this one. 
Is this their best opportunity in Baltimore? I think it is. Todd Monken and Lamar Jackson, that relationship has been fantastic and productive, of course, uh, to this point where we won't see them until divisional weekend. Thought it was interesting the way that Tom and Jim asked Lamar about his contract negotiations and remember where we were a year ago without him having uh, a new contract and didn't have an agent, but instead told the line and believe that the Ravens, well, he asked for a trade. If the Ravens were going to give him what he wanted, then he was going to find that somewhere else. I really wasn't thinking about uh, how other people lived their life or did anything. You know, I was just pretty much like, I'm good on, you know, agents and anything like that because I, I felt I knew what they was there for, you know. Um, and it's not a bad thing, you know. Um, agents will help you out, you know. In the business life, you know, you just really focus on strictly football. But I felt like I had everything, in, you know, in my control. So if, if, things, if I have the things that I can control in my hand, I feel like there's no doubt in my mind I will succeed with anything I do, you know, with God on my side. Uh, him being the, the the first person, you know, with anything I do, I'm going to include God, you know, no matter what. And he's helped me every step of the way, and he's helped me now. Lamar Jackson, a guest with Tom Brady on Let's Go on Sirius XM NFL Radio. We'll hear more from him as we get closer to the divisional round. Uh, Kyler Murray came back with some success for the Arizona Cardinals after the torn ACL, and he and Jonathan Gannon with a good relationship, believing Arizona is finally on the rise again. Got to get better. Um, you know, I trust, like I said, I trust JG, Monty, um, you know, and their, uh, the plan that they have going forward. Um, yeah, I know they'll bring in the right people in here uh, with the right mindset and, and you know, the will to you know, want to win and do things the right way. Um, I'm confident in that. I like what I've heard from Kyler as well, what I've seen from Kyler. Uh, some decisions that he made, some things that he said that I didn't love how he was handling his business before he got hurt. But I think having to sit out a year and not getting to play the way that you want to play and, again, coming face-to-face with losing what you love and losing what you're good at can change a person's perspective. And finally, one more, Mac Jones. He got benched in New England finally. Uh, I guess it was through what, 11 weeks that he was starting and there were just so many mistakes and it seemed like a lack of confidence and obviously not a lot around him. Well, the Patriots... Uh, when they moved to Bailey Zappi, they felt like they had a, an uptick in offense. But what did Mac learn while he was watching that last month plus? I've gotten a chance to go back and look at my notes from the past three years, and there's a lot of things I can do better, and there's a lot of things that are in my control, but there's also a lot of things that are out of my control. Um, and I've always said that I'm going to focus on the controllables, and that's important to me. Um, but like I said earlier, I feel like I've made progress, especially in these last couple weeks. I've been here early, left late. You know, a lot of people would have just said, you know, I'm done and I'm not going to do that. And I've worked out hard, put on, you know, seven to eight pounds of muscle in the last couple weeks here. Um, So that's where I'm at right now. And that's what I'm looking for is the next opportunity. And um, I know it's going to come, but at the end of the day, as a quarterback and a competitor, you got to be ready, right? So I'm going to be ready. He did also say he's not sure if that next opportunity is in New England or it's somewhere else, but he is heading into the final year of his rookie deal unless... They pick up the fifth-year option, which doesn't seem likely right now, although 24 could change a lot. For heaven's sakes, Joe Flacco is starting a playoff game in a different uniform, but in the same AFC North division. So life comes at you fast, but it's also wacky in the NFL. As long as there's food. 
long as there's food. Good perspective there, Mac. All right, a little more from the Denver Broncos situation as we head through next hour of the Hump Show. But straight ahead, your chance to ask Amy anything. Last couple minutes to submit your questions from producer Jay on our show Twitter, After Hours CBS, or the old Facebook page. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. This is After Hours with Amy Lauren. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Time to ask Amy anything. Sort of. Hit me with your best shot. Fire away. It's the Hump Show. Time to ask Amy anything. Producer Jay has been checking out your questions submitted on our social media. Not by the porn bots, but by actual people. Thankfully, there are a few of you that still use these sites. Let's go. Are you ready? No more wedding questions. But I suppose marriage questions are okay. But wedding questions, you're going to have to go back and listen to the podcast. Well, I got a couple that came in that were like, now that it's happened, I could finally ask, how was the wedding? <laughs> Well, you know, we uh, spent two hours on it uh, on a show last week, so feel free to go back and listen. (laughs) There are some marriage questions coming in here, so let's get into it. Sweet. Sean wants to know, how are all the pets still getting along? Are there any interesting stories? Well, we've definitely had some stories, and this is a challenge right now that I face. Every time I try to pet my dog, the puppy comes running and worms her way in between me and Penny, or she goes underneath Penny's legs and comes up underneath her chin. I, she's so jealous that I'm not allowed to pet my own dog. So I have to tell my husband, can you please call your dog? I need to hug my dog. And so that's been a bit of an issue is that Daisy gets very jealous when I pay any attention to Penny. Uh, something else that's really funny. This is actually cracking me up. Uh, I normally walk the dogs in the morning when I get home. Daisy has become used to it now. So two mornings ago when Bob tried to walk her, she refused to go. He was dragging her out the door on her leash. She refused to go. She kept looking at me. No, I want to walk with mom. I want to walk with mom. She likes you better now. Yeah, she likes you better now, which is really funny. Uh, She and the cat are, they're coexisting. I heard a couple growls on Tuesday evening as I was getting ready for work, but otherwise they, they get along famously. The three of them follow us like a pack. But the only thing is just, yeah, Daisy's trying to 
block me from hugging my own dog. So that's a big challenge. I have a jealous dog myself, so I know that. He's he's the worst. Anytime Uh-oh. my sister's dog comes over and I give him, Charlie, any sort of attention, it's Moose right there. Yes. What about me? How about me? Exactly. Moose, I see you all day. <laughs> all right. Karen wants to know, what has been the best part of married life so far? Oh, just being in the same place. We did long distance for nine months. Uh, We just marked 10 months since our first official date that we knew each other before that. And we're so grateful we no longer have to text in the morning. Although we do text as he'll he'll let me know when he's awake and I'm on the way home. But for the most part, we can talk now in the morning instead of texting. And we get to actually have conversations face-to-face. We don't have to plan our phone calls anymore. Uh, Now we're planning when to unpack boxes, but that's way better. It's just such a relief to be able to tackle problems, challenges, but also to enjoy life in the same zip code and the same house now as opposed to long distance and different time zones for nine months. And Maureen wants to know, how is Bob adjusting to the Northeast? Well, he had his first taste of snow. Uh, His beloved Texas grill, his pellet grill was covered in snow. Uh, It's it's been an adjustment for him. He does not love the cold, but I will give him credit. He's a trooper. He's been outside to take pictures of the snow, and he has walked the dog a couple times. And you know what my sweet husband did for me on Tuesday evening? In a torrential rain, he went outside and changed the wiper on the back of Princess Leia because I'd been procrastinating, and he changed the wiper in the pouring down rain with no umbrella. That is love. Oh, he is the best. He's the best. I'll go one more with Bob here. Held wants to know, did Bob decide on a pillow yet? No. Oh, my gosh. Let's see. We've been in the house now since January 30th. I obviously working nights during the week. But he's he's tried at least seven pillows. And last night I tried a new one. As I was leaving, he was trying another one. And you didn't like it? Or you don't know yet? No, no. He, out. he was trying a yeah. new one tonight. So I don't know how he'll wake up. Is it the same I'm starting issue? to think it's him and not the pillow. Is it the same issue well, with all of them? He's having a, he wakes up with some pain in his shoulder and he feels like his head is at the wrong angle. I think it's because of the way he's sleeping. So when I fall asleep in a position it, too hard and I don't wake up and move around. So I don't think it's actually the pillow. I think he needs to fall asleep on his back, which is what mm-hmm. I've heard from chiropractors, acupuncturists. That kind of thing is that if you sleep on your back, you are less likely to have shoulder and neck pain. And so I just think it's the position that he's sleeping in. But he keeps trying pillows, so we'll see. Now he's deciding maybe it's not memory foam. Maybe it should be a skinny, thin pillow, which is what I use. And I don't wake up with neck pain. So so we're not feeling confident about it this one, or we are? Nope. I've given (laughs) up. Uh, Move on to some food here. Rob wants to know, do you have a favorite go-to food after you get home from a show? Well, I love eggs. So a lot of times it's eggs or it's oatmeal. Uh, Once or twice a week, I might indulge in my cinnamon checks. I do love cereal as well. I have to be careful how much cereal I eat. But yeah, anything to do with eggs. So it's breakfast food in the morning, and that's generally what I eat. Eggs with a couple pieces of pepperoni, eggs with some mozzarella cheese, eggs with a wrap, something like that. Michael wants to know, what's your favorite meal to cook for family or friends? Well, since I'm now trying out all my favorite recipes on the new hubs, uh, he's recently had my chili for the first time, loved it. Also made a family recipe called Venus de Milo soup, which has a secret ingredient. Jay does not like vegetables or soup, so I've never made it for him, but it is a hit with pretty much everyone for whom I cook it. So yeah, it's either chili or a soup. If it's the summertime, uh, gosh, a lot of times I'll do a taco night or I'll do... 
trying to think of something else that I've done in the summer that's really, uh, oh, I have a great pasta salad that I do too. Christopher wants to know, what's your favorite junk food for snacks? Oh, for heaven's sakes. How much time do we have? Uh, I love junk food. I have to be careful. Anything chocolate, like as in anything chocolate, I will eat unless it's mint chocolate. I do not like mint. I love ice cream. I love s'mores. We did s'mores on our mini moon out by a fire pit. Uh, Definitely love... Let's see. What's another? uh, I love yogurt with chocolate chips in it. I love fruit smoothies with chocolate chips and yogurt in it so ice cream hey of course ice cream anything to do with chocolate is my favorite junk food i like this one from academy theater they ask what store or restaurant that is now defunct or out of business do you truly miss oh my gosh i miss boston market i loved boston market they had the best sides it was seriously biscuits, right oh seriously one of my favorite little fast food places and it's out of business in most places at least in my area it's out of business Big Jim asks, you win a contest and have your choice of a jet ski, snowmobile, or motorcycle. Which one are you going with? Probably a jet ski because I love the water and those are so much fun. Remind me one day to tell you the story of how I flipped one upside down in the middle of a lake. Oh. Never laughed so hard in my life. My friend and I, we were he was riding on the back. We laughed so hard we cried. And it took us forever to, to flip that puppy back over because we were laughing so hard. Oh, yeah, it was fun. That's dangerous. Eh, it was fun. (laughs) Lisa wants to know, what's your favorite outdoor winter activity or some of your favorite outdoor winter activities? Well, I do love to hike, and I've done some hiking in late November. Going to take Bob on a hike in February, probably. And so we are going to hike. Actually, we're going to hike in Vegas, too, on the last day that we're there before we take a red eye home. Uh, So I love hiking. I actually enjoy running in the cold. So my my preferred temperature for running is in the low 40s, believe it or not, because I feel invigorated, like I have a lot of extra life. Uh, definitely love anything to do with playing in the snow, playing Frisbee in the snow, just yeah, being outside in the snow. Uh, so, yeah, those are a couple. I used to ski when I was younger, but my uh, basketball coaches put the kibosh on that, so I haven't uh, skied in a long time. But I wouldn't mind trying it again. I probably look like a baby giraffe on skates. I do not ice skate. I'm terrible at ice skating. We got to go. Yeah, right. You keep saying that. We've only known each other for five years. Well, next but... time the pond freezes, I don't think it's frozen since I've known you. So okay. I'll call you. All right. <laughs> Speaking of outdoor activities, Nick wants to know, while golfing, do you walk or ride? I prefer walking, but if I'm with people who want to ride or have beverages that they <laughs> If they want to ride with, then I'll ride. But only if they pay for the cart. If I want to walk and you want to ride, you're paying for the cart. That's how it goes. Yeah. Uh, Michael wants to know, do you have any plans to golf with Bob in New New Jersey when the weather permits? Now, see, I'm cajoling him into going with me because he tells me he's terrible and that he really he doesn't want to do it. But everybody's terrible. I mean, unless you're a professional golfer, everybody's terrible uh, because it requires such practice and diligence. So I'm going to see if we can get him to the driving range first. And then, and then we'll see what he, how he feels about a nine-hole course. You can come with us. Let's do it. All right. Uh, last one here with Bob before rapid fire. Mar- Marcia wants to know, did Bob enjoy going to work with you? And would he be ever considered doing it again? He did love being here. It's hard for him to be up overnight because he's not used to it. And so I think being up overnight, that schedule kind of rocked his world the rest of the week. Uh, he's, he's just not as hearty as we are as overnight folk. 
here at CBS Sports Radio. Uh, he would do it again if I asked him on a special occasion, but here's the deal. I don't want him in the building when there's a bunch of people around. And I know he wanted to meet you. You'll meet him in Vegas, but I didn't I didn't want a bazillion people having to meet him and introduce him. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know that I need him to come again anytime soon until it's another holiday. One more, actually. Marcia also asked, do you park on the street or does CBS Sports Radio have a garage? I'm sure it does, but we would not be privy to it. Yes, we park on the street in front of the building. Thankfully, New York City has plenty of free parking after 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Rapid fire. Butter or cream cheese? Cream cheese. Oh, but I love butter, too. Okay, cream cheese. B- butter. Butter. Mm. Hot cocoa. Water or milk? Milk. When you uh, cook or do the dishes? I cook. Scategories or Pictionary? Oh, I love Scategories. Great game. Analog or digital? Digital. Big team or small group? Small group. Be a fish or be a bird? Bird! I want to fly, baby. I believe I can fly. Last one here. Have a talking cat or have a talking dog? I have a talking cat. I don't want her anymore. Who would (laughs) like her? It's After Hours CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.